Ba-dum, ba-dum. It's the Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Thursday, June 1st, and I'm Paris Nicholson at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson Berry at M Judson Berry on socials. And now let's get into these headlines. Today, we're feeling blue that we aren't Beyonce's kid, but if it can't be us dancing with the Lay Twins on the Renaissance Tour, then we're happy that it's Blue Ivy. Then, you need to understand, this was the vibe at the time. We talk about the Kendall Jenner TikTok audio that's throwing us back to some of the 2000s more unfortunate trends. Yes, and finally, then versus now, an online trend is showing how much siblings morphed over time and the hysterical way people are coping with Familial change. I mean, it's either that or alcohol, am I right? All this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. We'll get right back into the trending news after this quick break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Paris. And I'm Michael. And this is The Social Dose. Let's get into these headlines, shall we? I think we shall. Ah, uh, Michaela, okay. Yes. You know, let's peek behind the curtain for a moment, because what okay. listeners don't know is that us and our social scientists carried a huge Google Doc for every episode's script. And I saw a tweet this weekend that perfectly encapsulates what I feel like when I'm in there and I can see other people editing it in live time. And I sent you this tweet to your personal cellular device. Mm-hmm. You did. Uh, it's fantastic. It's um, from at Madalask, uh, who is, let me just click on this real quick, because I feel like Madalask has a cool job and I want to remember what it is. Uh, it's Madeline Coleman. She is the editor and writer at New York Times Magazine. And Paris, describe this video for us, because I feel like you loved it so much. It's yours. She has been all over my Twitter timeline. It is a photo, or not a photo, it is a video of this fish. And I honestly don't know what kind of fish this is. It kind of looks like a Napoleon fish, but that's not no, important. I found it. It's a Kabu Dai fish. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. It's a Kabu Dai fish. If you're on Twitter, I'm sure you know exactly which fish I'm talking about. It's the bitch with the big forehead who's just getting <laughs> all up in this diver's business. She's just up in there and she keeps getting pushed away by her big forehead nub. And I found out, I did a little research because I was like, why is this fish so fascinated by what this diver has going on? Like up in the business, obstructing whatever this diver's trying to do. That's how all up in there they are. Uh, and I found out that this fish actually has a sad story and had some, I don't know, problems, dietary issues, IBS, who cares? Uh, but the diver has actually been going down and feeding this fish manually for a long period of time. So this fish knows this man and knows that it's about to chow down. And that's why it's all up in there. Like when a dog gets all up in its bowl and you're trying to feed it its food and you're like, I can't put food in there if your head's in there, dummy. Like the original one where the, the caption was me watching you in the Google Doc. And it yeah. really is. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's, the, that's the reason I sent this tweet is because I was like, this is what it feels like when I watch our producers editing the doc and I'm just like in there like, ooh, uh-huh. ooh, what are you doing now? Ooh, what's that? <laughs> Not minding my own damn business. <laughs> but one thing I, I I love at Twitter or just like social media for, for things like where 
you you can learn so much. Like the reason I know it's the Kobu Dai fish is because Lorna Green commented on this tweet with a screenshot of information about this fish. So I learned that this Ooh. fish grows to a very large size and is transgender. So Most they undergo remarkable trans. transformation from female to male. So it's this awesome nosy transgender fish. Happy Pride, y'all. Happy Pride. Anyway, um, now that we've covered that, I'm going to go to the next line that our social scientist wrote for us. My favorite thing about the script is that I never know what's going to happen until I read the next line, much like I'm doing now. Like now, <laughs> it says, talk to our correspondent, Georgia Bridgers. Oh my God, it's Georgia. Georgia, hi. Hi, <laughs> my Georgia, hi, Georgia hi, Bridgers. <laughs> that oh, was acting. <laughs> Thank you. It's so nice to be like outside of the Google Doc finally. <laughs> yes, and now welcome. In the Zoom window. Yeah, we Thank jumped you. from the Google Doc to to the Riverside Link. Um, Georgia, have you like, seen this fish on Twitter? I've seen the fish before. I actually went to high school with them, um, uh-huh. but uh, I haven't seen them on Twitter. But it's good to know that we're all keeping up with socials nowadays. <laughs> Amazing. I, I bet. What a what a lovely social reunion for for all of you. And what was it like <laughs> going to school with this fish? How would you describe oh my God. them? God, let's just say the cafeteria line was interesting. Oh, <laughs> I hate you. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia, we've missed you so terribly here on the social dose. I've yes. been crying about it for weeks. Are you ready no. to get into these stories? We must. Oh, we must and we will. Beyonce's Renaissance World Tour was in France this week, and the Paris show made a lot of noise online. And in her latest show in Paris, she was joined on stage by her creative director, sorry, I just, her 11-year-old daughter, Blue Ivy. Yeah, I've been seeing Blue Ivy dancing on stage at this tour a few times now on my timeline. Uh, The first one, they're in like an all silver uh, segment and Ivy comes out specifically on the line, it's my bloodline that Beyonce says, which is like Mm -hmm. such a sleigh because literally bloodline right there. She's like, look what I made. My daughter's a star. Her net worth is more than anyone really in this stadium, I bet. Uh, And that's a flex. I don't need to be reminded of that. I know. But... In true internet fashion, they're dragging Blue Ivy for her, like, I want to say half-hearted dance moves. And I'm like, first of all, she's 11. Second of all, she's a Capricorn. We're famously (gasps) stiff. We're not really committing to any sort of choreography. (laughs) And you can't expect us to. I don't know. You committed to that Padam choreography when we were dancing to lead you into the intro for this episode. Mm-hmm. Only Which from friends, the waist just, you know, up, though. We danced for a long time so Paris could go, Padam, Padam, that one little In bit. the right key. <laughs> yes. That's the dedication. It was necessary. Sometimes you just, you need to be in the headspace like that. Play this it back. It's still off key, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I think I did hear, like, maybe it was a little flat. A little pitchy. <laughs> okay, but y'all, did you see Blue Ivy dancing? Yes, I saw it. I saw it. I'm obsessed. She's literally 11 years old, which is why I have so much beef with the internet. I think we forget when we see a child who is tall, we like put them into a category of like, oh, adult. adult. (laughs) No, she's literally 11 and dancing in front of hundreds of thousands of people. When I was 11, I was playing with Webkins. I was sneaking into go-kart races. And that hurt me just now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what those are. I don't know what a webkin is, so I was just going to look It was like Neopets up. after Neopets, Michael. After our Neopet? time, for sure. Oh, you never were on oh, Neopets? Wow. What's Neopets? Is this like a Tamagotchi? Oh, my God. Okay. 
Well, yeah, George is in the future. I'm in the present and Michael's in the Stone Age. Sorry. We've got the full <laughs> spectrum here at The Social Dose. <laughs> yes, this is a generational episode. It's uh, kind of like a Tamagotchi online. That's okay. the easiest way to describe yeah. it, yeah? With like a stuffed okay. animal. Okay, cool. Ooh, yeah. fun. Yeah. How tactile. So I think <laughs> Blue Ivy, I love this video. I think it's so cute. And anyone who's coming for Blue Ivy, like, yes, again, it's like, this is a child doing, and this kid is a good dancer. I think she looks fantastic, personally, especially for an 11-year-old dancing on a stage in front of tens of thousands of people. Like, I think she's killing it. Mm-hmm. She's doing pretty good in the first one, but the second one, she was like, oh, y'all Ooh. wanted choreo? You think mm-hmm. I can't give choreo? Because here it is. And she really yeah. commits to a 10 all of the moves. And I'm like, okay, so she's proving that she can do it, but I don't expect to see it again much from her because she shouldn't have to do it. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah. It also could just be like, you know, when your mom like kind of forces you to do something you don't really want to do, this could just be yeah. that on a grander scheme. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so embarrassing. Being like, mom, stop. And your mom's Beyonce. Mom, stop and making me stop perform. Stop is the Renaissance tour. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Well, I, I love the, this other TikTok where she's in red and she's absolutely killing it. And I like the, the comment over yeah. it that says, oh, Blue Ivy got tired of those stiff comments and showed up. Mm-hmm. And I think she's fantastic. And this explains though, and this people would not be surprised for me to say this, why Liza Minnelli has been all over my timeline. Telling, <laughs> there's one particular... Roll with me. There's one particular video where Liza was in an interview and they asked her about the first time she performed when she was 17. And it was her mom, Judy, was doing a concert in London. And she was like, Liza, I want you to perform with me. And Liza was like, no, mama, I'm 17. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, I can't. And Liza was like, and Judy was like, well, all right, I hear you. And then the next day in the paper, it was like Judy and Liza to headline London Palladium. And Liza was like, I, <gasps> but I said no. And Judy didn't care. She went ahead and scheduled it anyway. <gasps> and she, Liza talks about how she, that was her first time performing. And her, she's like, I learned how to perform real quick because her mom was also like one of the greatest entertainers of her time. Yeah. And she was like, even during my, I, she's like, I was 17, you know, I got one encore and my mother sat on the stage in front of me and during the whole song was like, that's my daughter. Sing, baby, sing. And completely oh. upstaged her the whole time during her own encore. And oh, she's like, no. that's when I learned how to hold my own. So I'm looking at Blue Ivy and I'm like, you... I never thought I'd say this, but you're the Liza Minnelli of your generation. Like your mom is arguably one of the best entertainers of all time. And you're a kid and your mom pulls you on stage and you as a kid have to perform next to that. Yes. Like wow. professionals wouldn't want to perform next to Beyonce. It's like, but that's your mom. So Literally. I can't wait to see Blue Ivy's interview when she's also in her 60s being like, mm-hmm. I remember when my mom pulled me on stage. Like this just and made I'll me And I'll be like, that. I remember when I talked about this on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> Shut up, grandma. No one knows what a podcast is anymore. <laughs> the year was 2023. Anyway, thank you for letting me somehow make Liza and Beyonce work together in the same conversation. I can't speak. It's a solid analogy. It's a solid comparison, Michael. It really tracks. And this holds weight. Blue Ivy is the Liza Minnelli of drag. And with that, we'll get right back into today's trending stories after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ew, I'm Paris. Oh, huzzah, and I'm Michael, and this is The Social Dose. Our timelines are simply begging for us to return, so let's see what's next. Sometimes you open a book, and it's a picture of yourself from that time you got a breakup haircut. And other times, it's a pic from 2016 Coachella, and you're in your floppy hat era. And that's just the vibe at the time. Michael, can you explain what the hell I'm talking about? I would love to. This audio comes from an interview with Kendall Jenner with Vogue magazine. <clears throat> Sorry. Lesbian. Allegedly. <laughs> what? This audio? <laughs> I just want it to be true so bad. And I'm like, come on. And now she's dating Bad Bunny. And I'm like, you're both gay. Allegedly. It's called a lavender marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I had a Memorial Day barbecue and everyone was talking about that exact thing, Paris. Anyway. Yeah. um, (laughs) You're not alone in in that thought. Um, We digress. Uh, So Vogue magazine does these videos. I love them where they have celebrities sit down. It's all over their TikTok where celebrities Mm -hmm. sit down and go through their looks. I... I absolutely love whenever Vogue does this. So it's Kendall Jenner looking at her look from Coachella 2016, and she's just like, stop. This was Coachella 2016. This was the vibe at the time, okay? You need to understand. And I love that people have jumped on this and are using this audio to show off embarrassing moments from their life when they're (laughs) their version of like, I swear it was a thing at the time. Uh, This first one we have is from at... Ariello underscore Gradissimo, which is an edgy quarantine photo shoot. And it's them sort of looking like, I don't know, this person with flaming red hair, kind of looking like a demonic Peter Pan crawling around (laughs) under a highway. Like, (laughs) right? Like there was mascara that is now running down the face. Like this is where Peter Pan ended up on the island with the Lord of the Flies kids and had to like kill them all. And is the lone survivor. That's what this photo shoot looks like. Um, And it's, it's just kind of amazing. Paris, can you relate to this? I feel like you've done many an edgy photo shoot. Absolutely, yes. I mean, first of all, when you when it's like your senior year and you're taking those photos, there's no way they're not going to be cringe. They will never be timeless. They will never even be good. But uh-huh. in the moment, you're like, wow, everyone needs a small wallet <laughs> size one of these from me. <gasps> That's right. And also, I had, a, I had a, a run when I was in high school, when I was in photography class, where I would just, like, take pictures of my best friend in, like, an old homecoming dress up against, like, a, like a, an old oak tree in, like, black and white and, like, pretend it was an Evanescence album cover. So, yeah, I am no stranger to this vibe right here. And it was the vibe at the time, and it'll be the vibe again one day. I had, like, the, the black and white photo against an alley holding a fake candy cigarette with just my red lips <laughs> being red in the photo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was, oh, it was giving yes. Taylor Swift, but also, like, 
I'm cool, even though I'm 16. So cool. <laughs> Look at this brick wall. I live in a city, maybe. <laughs> I live in a suburb, actually. <laughs> I live in a place with structures. Oh my god! There was another one that I saw, which also killed me. It's from user Kinsey Millard. Kinsey Millard, whatevs. Um, but it's the same audio, and it's specifically the trend that I honestly forgot about, and, and I don't know how. I think it was trauma. Um, but she said, me when my kids find my senior pics with straightened hair and curled ends. And then it's just her senior photos where she has the longest, most beautiful blonde hair that's straight as an arrow until you get to the end, in which case it curls like a spiral perm. Criminal. Uh, Criminal. <laughs> the girls were really out here doing this and paying so much to get it done. Oh, you had to pay for that. It, I thought you yeah. just took some sort of iron and curled the bottom, but that's true. You I could. bet that needed to be professionally done. Time is And running. I love the photos of her, like, in a comfy blue shirt laughing by the water. This was also <laughs> definitely somebody who loved Taylor Swift at the time. 100%. Like her sort of running her hand through her hair in the woods, you know. Yes, this this was this is giving red era 100%. Yes. Yeah. Actually, if we look at the last photo, it's very folklore. Maybe she was ahead <gasps> of the times. Oh my gosh. That's, yeah. And to be oh, fair, she looks very good in her like her TikTok where she's actually talking about it. So, even though we've got oh, yeah. the hair she looks great since being a senior. She has children now. That's terrifying. Honestly, even with the hair, gorgeous, gorgeous photos, gorgeous yes. hair. If I was in high school with her, I'd be like, oh my God, you have the amazing photos. I love these. These are incredible. And then yeah. she's go that home. Girl. And- I would want her she attention. Looks- she looks mm-hmm. kind of like if Jessica Simpson and Margot Robbie had a baby. Yeah. I feel like. yes. And then bullied me. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. then bullied all of us, but we still loved her. And now she turned yeah. out to be chill and nice and has a good job. Thank God. Did you guys have any really embarrassing haircuts that you look back and you're like, <gasps> oof. Yes, uh, I was emo. I was fully emo in the days of like My Chemical Romance, Fallout Boy. I had the swoopy, long, greasy ass bang and it was not a good look. It's terrifying. Georgia, what was yours? You just had I, like a visceral reaction to that I'm thought. like, I'm scared to say this out loud, <laughs> but I had, you know, like my long blonde hair and then I dip dyed the bottom like violet Purple. Ooh. Not oh, like a bottom. pretty was it an ombre? It was it was a dip dye, you know? Cute. But Cute. my hairstylist, it I, I should have gone to a specialist, I'll say, because she basically <sighs> just like made one straight line of purple and then just cut layers of hair on top. It was oh, horrible. It there was, was a blending of the color. Zero. Oh. Zero, I would go so far as to say. Oh wow. That's upsetting. Just- we all learn. We all learn from our mistakes and we grow. Did that hairstylist learn or did you still tip them? God, I hope not. Um, <laughs> I, of course I tipped. I will always. You could do the most heinous yeah. thing to me and I'll be like, 20%. Yeah, I'm the same. So I'm going to show you and give 19.3%. Right? Or maybe 21 and make you think about your actions. You'll rue the day. <laughs> no, I, I went through a hardcore part down the middle phase in middle school and high school. Oh my like when I would have been part. about her age, You're I did the, the middle time. part and I did the, like the grease. So my hair and when it gets like wet and greasy, it gets really curly. So it'd curl under, it'd make like an upside down heart on my forehead. Oh, that's cute, Michael. Like a who from Whoville. Aww. It was not cute. I didn't look like At a who time. from, I no. looked like a no from Noville. What from what is what I looked like. They were like, what's that? A why from Whyville. Oh God, from get away from Whyville. Exactly. We have, Georgia, for your viewing pleasure, photos of us from 2016. Oh, uh, let's get into this. Um, immediately, 
I feel safe, but also scared um, <laughs> looking at these two photos. Like, what I feel like see, we Georgia? would all be best friends, but you would, you would tell me if when, when I showed you my dip dye hair, you would say, honey, turn around, Michael, <laughs> MJB, we've got, I'm, I'm interested that we've both got mirror selfies here, but the way we're holding the cameras is, is a little scary. Michael, our, our beanie, the beanie, it is giving, um, theater kid. It is giving theater Uh kid with the sash across your, I think it's a crossbody messenger bag, a a crossbody messenger bag. You're on your way to deliver the, you're, you're a newsie that's like on your way to, uh, to your show, which I love, love, love that for you. Yeah. Yes, you are. An ensemble of newsies. Oh God. Immediately, I'm drawn to the crystal necklace. Who do you know? What are you protecting yourself from? Um, (laughs) She's obsidian and she absorbs negative energy, mostly (gasps) coming from me. Perfect, which is why I I only want to say nice things. I love our little top bun. There, it's fully a man bun, fully a man bun. We've got like three unbuttoned buttons in your, I don't know if I would, is it a Bermuda shirt? (laughs) <laughs> That's a, a cheap ass piece from H and M. Probably the 2016 collection. Summer They're sisters. Um, but the Birkenstocks. I'm seeing both of you ahead of your times. You're not so stuck. I feel like I would see these two people walking down the street still to this day. But they were the vibe at the time. Georgia, it that was very, very was. kind and yes, very thank you. cordial and diplomatic of you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate I've only your had one cup of coffee. I can't be a bitch yet. Um, can we take a minute though to zoom in on my knee? Because that's what I'm stuck on. What the yeah, hell is that? I was looking what at this. You knees? sort of look like you sort of look like a baby horse. Like a very or like you know you know like a baby giraffe. You know when they fall yes, when a yeah. giraffe gives birth and, and they, they fall, fall twenty feet and then yeah. they're just all legs and, and joints and then they sort of pull themselves up so imagine like a baby giraffe with a top knot but like the cutest babiest little top knot ever mm-hmm. a crystal and Birkenstocks and you have this picture of Paris and like a third kneecap and a third no. kneecap yeah you were born with a couple of kneecaps there uh, luckily I've <sighs> since had one removed we'll get right back into the trending news after these quick ads Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. You're listening to The Social Dose. Let's see what else is happening. 
Siblings, they're genetically the closest beings to you on Earth, even though sometimes you feel more akin to the family dog than to them. Paris, how are people online showing how their brothers and sisters have changed over the years? I would love to tell you, Michael. It is the siblings then versus now trend that's been going around on TikTokie, and it's oh. pretty much telling us what we already knew, which is that siblings can look exactly the same years from now, or they can be completely different in terms of vibe, in terms of looks, in terms of, let's say, um, g- gender. They could change gender. genders. Your siblings can, and that's trans. <laughs> The music, <laughs> if you want to do this trend, yes. friends, you don't have to be trans, but you do have to have a sibling, which I cannot do. Um, but if for some reason, it's using the iCarly theme song as the trending audio, which why the hell not? This is a chaotic world we live in on the internet. Um, and honestly, these are pretty good, but one of them really reigns supreme. And it's from user at Lee.rid. The video, I'm sure you've seen it, Besties, has 5.1 million likes. And it's just a recap of three beautiful looking siblings. It's an old photo of them in the 90s. We get to see Lenny. He's the oldest. Look at him now. It's basically Lenny with a mustache. Then we look at the next one, Nathan. Oh, cut to Nathan's tombstone because Nathan dipped. And then <laughs> finally, Lee. Lee is now trans. As a trans man, Lee flipped. And the caption being dipped and flipped, everybody gagged on that one, y'all. I couldn't when I saw this. I said, not dipped and then not flipped. Get me out of here. Right? It's like the fucked up HGTV. (laughs) Dipped and flipped. (laughs) Somebody dies and then somebody transitions. (laughs) So happy ending. Weird in the middle. But isn't that just life? I don't know. I love it. I think it's fun to like share grief. In that the, like comedic way, same. Yeah, I, that's how my family deals with grief. Is you have to laugh. Like I don't know. And the comments on this are so good because I feel like people want to be like they they don't want to seem harsh, but they also find it funny. But I yeah. like the one from this at Audrey. She says this is the best one. Yeah, I mean it sucks that Nathan dipped, but congrats on the flipped. Oh, and Lenny's <laughs> cool too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then there's Lenny. <laughs> Yeah, I love the one from Rye Bread, the comment that said, Lee said, don't worry, Nathan, I'll take it from here. Like, born Uh, a sister, but then when the brother died, transitioned and said, I will fill your uh, shoes. That's Uh so powerful. I like that the creator commented, just said, my plan worked. Good. (laughs) (laughs) This dipped and flipped. I didn't see this coming when I saw this, and I, I died. Um, and I like that on yeah. every subsequent version of this, I saw, oh no, no, Nathan died. Um, but I... That's what I thought. Okay, so Michael's the Nathan. You dipped? I'm the... <laughs> I dipped. I like that on every subsequent video, though. People have been commenting with, like, nothing ever top dipped and flipped. People are like, I was expecting someone to die. Like, now every time somebody does one of these, they're like, oh, good, everyone lived. You know, <laughs> the comments, the comments are like, I was watching with bated breath to see which one of you didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, they lived. <laughs> yeah. We're like, what? I wanted another, another funny little rhyme about death. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the one from uh, Vanessa at helpful underscore Ness, where it's like three cute little blonde kids, you know. And it's her, like, she grew up, she's, you know, pretty. And it's the middle brother, and he's, like, in high school. And then it's the last one, he's in jail. Mm-hmm. Like, not dead, <laughs> but he also kind of dipped his, in his own way. Yeah. Uh, Do we think he's really in jail? Or did she just put, like, a wanted poster over him? Because he kind of looks, he's giving I don't jail. Know. Yeah, the cross tattoo on the side of the neck, it's either yeah. deeply religious or 
deeply wanted by the FBI. Yeah, yeah. it's a little like, where were you on January 6th? You know? <laughs> oh, very January 6th. <laughs> it's very much so giving one six. But then, Michael, like you're saying, literally the first comment on this video, I'm still traumatized from the flipped and dipped one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reverberating uh, through the internet, that one has. Did you see the one from user at Dij? It's a lot of E's and a lot of J's. Uh, Is that the one where they're all gay? The entire gay family. (laughs) I love those videos. Any video where the whole family's gay, I'm like, that's the gene pool we need to protect. Yeah. Right? I I feel pretty lucky. I'm part of that gene pool. Me and my sibling (gasps) are both gay. Both gay? Oh, Oh my God. Georgia. We've got some step siblings that um, perhaps do not subscribe. Yet oh. the jury is oh, still stabbed. out. I'm still I'm still trying to collect them all. You know what I mean? Oh, because they're young. Yes, but me and my younger gotcha. sibling Hope, um, they are non-binary and gay. I am cisgendered and a lesbian, so we're all Love. there. We've we've got a we've got a little group going. That's nice. amazing. Well, you have the L, the G. Oh, you need the B and the T. I used well, to non-binary. be B. So okay, I can Check just them all off. I've got, I've got. It's like bingo soup, being queer, right? Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Boyardee so coming out with LGBTQ soup. <laughs> oh Wait, it's just those letters. Literally, Wait, conservatives would lose with... their minds. They're like, now we have to boycott soup. Yeah. Literally, uh, boycott Boyardee. Get me out of boycott... here. <laughs> boycott Ardee. <laughs> before we move on to the next one, because I know we're short on time, besties. Is anybody watching the show Ultimatum with the lesbians? It's like a lesbian season of the show Ultimatum. I 20 minutes in. I started oh, it last Georgia. night. Dwight and I are obsessed. It's so good. Basically, it's like a weird show where like, I, I don't, I'm not sure about the premise in previous seasons, but it's like lesbian couples. One of them gives the other an ultimatum. They come to like an island, I'm assuming, and then kind of shuffle and then live with a random other person for three weeks to kind of see if they're ready to get married to their original partner or if they want to move mm-hmm. on. But yeah. it's so good. And Dwight and I were talking about it last night and I was like, I think the reason this show is amazing is because at no point is a man ever shown or speaking. It's a perfect Correct. Role. <laughs> oh, Correct. So besties, watch this on Netflix. Also, if your sibling died, get on get in on this trend while the getting's good. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Find the light at the end of the tunnel. Make a TikTok. Yeah. Make a TikTok. Become a lesbian yeah. and give your partner an ultimatum. Become then go on TV. Lesbian. There's so many sibling options died? for you. Have you considered reality TV? <laughs> Have you considered oh, no. being a lesbian? <laughs> yes. And I did it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Ooh. Okay. Good times. Um, well, that that is the end of our show. But before we go, can we go through this note that we received? Uh, From a I don't listener? Know if folks, yeah, we have a listener note. Um, I don't know if people remember, but a while ago, we went through each other's notes app and found out that Paris is in fact a serial killer and that I never bought dessert from Target. So... <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't, and I've been back Mm. multiple times. Uh, So, Paris, would you like to take us through this note? Yeah, so this is a lovely little note that we have from one of our besties, our listeners. It's from Michael from Connecticut. Not you, Michael Judsonberry. The other Michael Judsonberry. The other Michael, who knows, last name. We're not going to dox him. Different Connecticut. (gasps) And Michael says, yeah, completely different Connecticut. Michael says, hey, Paris and Michael, longtime listener since episode one. I wanted to share my most unhinged notes app note. Oh, I'm so excited for this. 
Yes. While in California, I was called a bunch of cute nicknames by my friends, so I collected and added them all to a document. It is as follows. Would love your thoughts on these nicknames. The note is called, What Did You Call Me? Which I love that as a title for a note. Because my yes. favorite thing is with it, when anybody says anything remotely zem- resembling the word like fag or gay, I'm like, what yes. did you call me? Yes. It's just a fun, easy gag. Okay, so here uh-huh. is a list of things that this, our bestie was called. Ready? Michael, wait, let's all just take turns okay. one at a yeah. time. Georgia, why don't you go first as you're our Georgia, start our us off guest. because they're great. <gasps> What's the first nickname? <laughs> Street fruit slur. Um, this is the best way I've ever heard to call someone gay. Newport hornblower. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this flag, in parentheses, do you think she'll notice? I think it's like this fag. Oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh God! This next one, you can you can get this at Dunkin' Donuts. Throat sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. I this is a long I, list. I, we I need to wrap it. As we go fire. through Pride, that it's throat sprinkle is just hilarious. Okay, <laughs> throat we'll, sprinkle. We'll zip through the rest of them. <laughs> um, flamingo, fairy bluebird, a hippo, pretty boys, sun bear, huge ass bear, trumpeter hornbill. Horny stick insect. Chubby unicorn. Weird fruit. Fruit basket. Fruit and yours. A whaler. New York snowflake. Pre-cut fruit. Fruit cake. Cut fruit. <laughs> and what they called me in high school, lemon bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I love these cute nicknames. I do think you may have been gay bashed incessantly when you were in California. (laughs) These are all slurs. To a new level. I was like, your friends are so mean. They called you a whaler, a hippo, but also throat sprinkle. Right? (laughs) I have to know the context. And just lemon bottom, uh, throat sprinkle. These are great. I'm stealing some of these. Newport hornblower. This feels like the most fun game of Mad Libs ever. Yeah, yes, yes, it does actually. The Newport Hornblower. It's it's what all the gays are smoking. I only now. smoke Newport Hornblower. <laughs> I can't even talk. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Georgia, before you leave us, tell our listeners where they can catch up with you online. Oh, the lovely listeners, you can follow me at Georgia Bridgers on Instagram, at Georgia Lynn Rose on TikTok, because I'm still locked out of that original account. And you can check out my new podcast, Ben Gay, as well. Ooh, bitch, let's get on that pod. Hell yeah. yes! <gasps> Get okay, us on there. Let's I'm do on it. it. Okay, <laughs> amazing. Perfect. Besties, thank you so much for joining us today. And if you would like to share a message with us, like Michael from Connecticut, please visit us at thesocialdosepodcast.com and we might just share your message on the show. Now, with that being said, I need to run because it's not too late for Gwen to give me a sibling. <laughs> and I need to go practice my one-man recreation of Judy and Liza in London. No, Mom, I don't want to sing. Sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Liza. I think Liza would smoke Newport Hornblowers. <laughs> <laughs> and Liza knows many a throat sprinkle. Uh. <laughs> Hi. I can't help but notice that you're a trumpeter hornbill. Come to my concert. (laughs) (laughs) You big old lemon bottom. I see you in the front row. My first husband, Peter Allen, called me a chubby unicorn. I thought it was endearing. (laughs) 
The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and John Scott. Music by Dom Jones. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.